0: T-I-K-A dot com. We should all try to avoid being crazy. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing.
1: So it's election day around the country. As we record this podcast, it's November 4th, 2016. I think uh, <gasps> Trump has a shot at beating Hillary.
2: No way! The polls have him behind by eight points. <laughs> this is...
1: This is uh, November voting day, um, uh, 2023, and a bunch of races I don't know anything about. But there's one going on in Virginia. And this audio we're about to play you, well, I'll read what the tweeter said. This is what happens when people live in echo chambers. They get angry online and save up all their rage. Then they unleash it all at once when they encounter their perceived enemy in person. Because we're all so siloed. We almost never talk to or run into people that are the enemy, that are the people that are trying to destroy America. And this is true on both sides, mm-hmm. although I feel like the, uh, the the progressives are a certain different level of angry and crazed. Well, than-
2: yeah, what's, what's the uh, analog to virtually all of the media and education and corporate America, which is pretty woke, less than it was a year ago, but... Uh, that exposes conservatives to that brand of thinking, whether they think it's a Looney Tunes or not. What's the, How did you know, your typical lefty get exposed to conservative thinking? They don't.
1: So I'll explain to you what you're about to see here. This is Arlington, Virginia. You've got a poll worker, and he's got a Twitter feed. He's a well-known guy, I guess, in that area. So, But you're allowed to be there. Uh, both sides are allowed to be there, and both sides are there at various places, as long as you're however many feet from the polling place. You can be a Republican or a Democrat you know, standing out there with your sign or whatever. And uh, so this is a Republican in this case, and he's approached by a progressive dude, as you will, or he's certainly a guy who hates Republicans. Very very average looking guy. This is a guy who looks like he's 42 years old, a little thick around the middle dad looking bod, t-shirt, khaki shorts, boat shoes, regular dude. But so unaccustomed to running into the... Enemy, which is any Republican, I guess. This is how he starts in as he's walking down the sidewalk talking to this Republican poll worker. And it goes when you hear this, the pauses, it's him starting to walk away. And then he just the anger gets the best of him. He comes back and he talks again. Wow. And so this is what it sounds like. You
3: you, you fucking people tried to overthrow the election. You might have been, might as well have been walking up to my head on the way to the polling station, putting your gun in the head, trying to tell me not to film. Do you expect me to not to take, take that fucking personally? You fucking try to overthrow elections with violence, and then you're out here among decent people. Thanks for what coming out. What you have to there. say? That, huh? What, and what's on your fucking? What's on your fucking? Uh, uh, your what are your policy prescriptions? Have a nice day. You've already fucking been, rapist it's good. rights. Yeah. Involving is, yourself in people's fucking families and their fucking bedrooms. It's pretty wild. You fucking animal. try to steal my vote next year, I'm going to fucking remember you personally. Thank you. In fact, I'm taking a fucking picture. Is that all right? Yeah, you can. Yeah. It's a one-party consent state. Shitbird? Yeah, one-party state. You want a fucking one-party country is what you want. Hey, sir, how are you? Headed in to vote? Could I get a Republican sample ballot? Um, Sure, thank you. You know, try not to be buddy-buddy with these people because they they put on the face of a good neighbor, but they support lynch mobs or the fucking KKK or their fucking Bible-beating bigots and freaks. They're not good neighbors.
1: Okay, Mm. anyway, that's the end. Wow. Well, wow. which
2: one of them sounded wow. violent and hateful?
1: Right. And so what the, as you heard there, what the guy was doing, and this is what happens at election places all over the place, and both sides are doing it, just standing out far enough, however many feet you got to be from the polling place, would you like, hey, hey, hey there, are you going in to vote? Can I hand you a Republican sample ballot? That's what you do. Mm-hmm. And this, that, that's all he was. And so this guy unleashes all that on him.
2: Isn't that something? That is an unhinged son of a gun. Sounded very sane. That is the insanity of extreme ideology. You know, it was interesting about him watching that video. He kept walking away, and then he'd have, like, another thought, and he'd turn around yeah. and come back at the guy.
1: He couldn't let it go. Uh-uh. You try to steal my effing vote
2: next year? I'll
1: remember you.
2: Yeah, then he got, like, 10 feet away, and then, up oh, another one came into his head, and he came back at him. Racists and rapists trying to get in people's bedrooms, and, I mean, he had a list of unhinged, you know, fantasies.
1: So how much joy read does he watch or whatever he's reading or whatever? They got himself worked up into such a state. And like I said, because we in the, the way the modern world works, we don't encounter the other side. You know, I'm sure he lives in a neighborhood where everybody thinks like him and, yeah. and he works at a place where people think like him. And so just you, you're you never actually out there. Oh, my God, it's a Republican.
2: Everything that I've hated for the last four years is going to come out of my mouth right now. So he was outraged and horrified that Republicans exist. Correct. I would love to talk to that guy.
1: Yikes. How many people are like that on both sides at all anywhere in the country? That's oh. disturbing. Obviously, you get a few people that feel like that in a room and you're going to have violence.
2: Well, and there are there are conservatives or right-wingers like that, I'm sure, but I'm telling you, if I see some aggressive woke poll worker, I will roll I'll roll my eyes and well, think right. Yeah. Oh well, my you, gosh, course, another one of them. That's because we're exposed to it all the time.
1: True, that is a big difference, because like you said earlier, if you lean right, you you have it in your face on television, every concert you go to, every movie you go to. Newspapers. Watching a, well, newspapers, watching award shows. Yeah. Your school.
2: Yeah. Everywhere, all the time. Wow, that was disturbing. Wasn't it? That amount of hate has got to be exhausting. Wow, oh, he was so worked up. Yeah, boy, he yeah he hated that man for thinking yeah. differently than he does.
1: Well, and assigning all kinds of the most extreme views of certain things to that person, to to just the generic Republican, With certainty, too.
2: Yeah. He was absolutely certain that man was all of those things. I couldn't even keep track of how many things he accused him of. Yeah.
3: But what is somebody like that in their normal, everyday life? I mean, okay, excluding politics, just their regular, like with their family.
1: I don't know. I don't mm. know. He might be calm when he's always around people who believe what he believes. I don't no, I don't know. It's a that.
2: ticking time bomb. I swear I I was like getting the we're going to throw now, buddy. Feeling just listening he to him. He
1: doesn't that. look like a fighting sort of guy, but he sure sounded like a violent sort of guy. Uh, uh and then like you said Katie, he kept I've done this myself before when I'm worked up about something. You start to walk away, and you go, you know what? I got one more thing to say.
2: Oh, God. I I'm hate walking. every time I've ever done that. <laughs> I'm watching <this. laughs>
3: when he comes it's, really, back, it's That's a lose move. Oh, you know? yeah. You're yeah, like, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Should have just put all that together in one
1: yeah. shot. Oh, I'm a gazillion times better now than I was ever earlier in my life. Mm. Most of the time now, I quickly go to the, you've always regretted the one more thing. Right. So let's just let it pass.
2: Aye.
1: You can always... Text it, say it. Whatever T- later if you need to.
2: <laughs> Tell you what, guy calls me a shit bird, we're throwing dogs. <laughs> a shitbird. you're that mad and you go with shit bird <laughs> well that, uh, i believe they're, they're going to rename the shitbird because it was named <laughs> by a racist Oh, that's right. <laughs> right yeah
1: when you're all worked up and you're so mad that your words don't come out right is a very unfortunate thing it's bad look it is a bad look and that sure reminds me
3: of I th- pressure this
1: reminds me of this story which i've always enjoyed and i and since we've already got bad language on this podcast i'll tell it on this
2: one it's been filthy and i'm ashamed
1: <laughs> When I was in college, there was this guy. He had a an argument with his girlfriend, and um, <laughs> really bad argument with his girlfriend. And she slams the door on him and everything. And he was telling me this afterward and how upset he was with himself that he did this. But <laughs> he has an argument with his girlfriend. She slams the door on him and he puts it fur. You're gonna regret this, and that's for fucking fur. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He was oh. like, damn it! I said fur! <laughs> he blew his applause line! He said, I stormed out there! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we laughed
3: so hard about that!
1: <laughs> it's beautiful.
3: There's nothing worse when profanity and phonics fail us. Yes! Well, I guess that's it.
1: Oh, God, I can still remember him telling us that story. We were crying with laughter. <laughs>